I'm gonna need you to carry the plot of the movie because yeah. that was not a plot. <laughs> I was gonna say what well, there was a plot. Yeah. Yeah. What plot there was, I will d- guide us through. Okay. Right. Because maybe it's more just like going through time. There's not. Necessarily I read the a plot Wikipedia article, yeah. so I feel pretty confident. It's not about like there the was plot. a rising yeah. action and a. Climax and then a falling action. <laughs> no, though. I mean, there was a climax. What are you <laughs> yeah. talking about? We just wasn't on screen. For all of like ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even see a boob. All we got was some. No, pie. There, we did. We saw no there was a boobs in the street. Yeah, this right. doesn't boobs. count. Street boobs count. Nineties movie R rating requires at least one sex scene yeah. with at least one kind of blurry boob. No, those were some pretty detailed boobs. Yeah. Welcome, sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. And welcome to another episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm Bill. I'm Seth. I'm Jenna. I'm Mark. I'm Audie. <laughs> I'm Zach. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we've got a new format that we're implementing on this show. We've decided to drop our episodes to around 30-ish minutes. We're going to try to keep it around in there, focusing on a single topic, and then maybe hopefully increase to a weekly type of release system. Mm. So tonight... Unfortunately for all of you out there, we are going to be talking about... The best movie ever! Highlander to the Quickening, which... uh, Mark, what did you think? Would you say it's the best movie ever? How good was this movie, Mark? Hands down, it was the best thing I've ever seen. Thank you for <laughs> subjecting me to that. <laughs> Mark Psyche. I don't die. <laughs> Mark Psyche has clearly cracked. <laughs> it was quite good. All right, let's do a show of hands. Mm. All those who liked it, raise your hand. I mean, this is a podcast, Bill, so. Okay, well, I'll count the hands. I'll go around and say who raised their hands. So, everybody that liked the movie, raise your hand. Mark's halfway up, halfway yeah. up. Uh, he is all the way. Yeah. He's fully erect. Audie's got a, a tremor, but it can't quite get off the table. He needs I some mean, Viagra. What, what do you mean by like? I'm saying like a strong is this, word. Yeah, I'm saying is this a movie that you know you looked at it from a, a plot perspective, from a cinematography perspective? What the now, Bill? Uh, Story continuity. Oh no! From I all like of those, rescind, pers- I'd like to rescind my erection. <laughs> Your erection or direction? And put it back down on the table because when you spilled it out like that, Mark's laid it all on the table. It made me realize yeah. that I really don't want to do that. <laughs> so, you really didn't feel that way from, about the movie. No, from, it was it was really bad. I mean, 
It was thoroughly enjoyable <laughs> because I was the one who subjected you all to it. Yes, yeah. right. And yeah. I derive pleasure from your suffering. I and mean, I, let's uh, just say with all the the antics that went on behind the scenes that I read about and heard about, um, cocaine. Co- well, you could see all the cocaine because it was in Argentina. That's where they filmed it, and there was like ten years after a war, there was still a lot of issues going on down there with inflation. This. Distrust, I mean, unrest. That's a lot of social issues for explaining why that was so bad. I mean, (laughs) that's just one aspect. And then we brought this movie to that country. I know. (laughs) Well, and the villain was played by... uh, Michael Ironsides. Michael Ironsides. And (laughs) at the end of the show, Seth and I were talking about his performance, and we decided that he was given no lines, just all the cocaine he could eat. (laughs) <laughs> eat, eat. And, with a fork, and, only cut a date to yeah, right. All the cocaine he could eat and just do whatever he wanted in any scene. It's kind of yeah. like uh, Jim Carrey and the girls are easy. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah pretty yeah. much. I, you know, I don't know of those two. Well, yeah, I do. This one was definitely worse. My, yeah. Michael Ironsides left tooth marks on the scenery he was chewing it so hard. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, so we should probably give our listeners what there was of a plot, Seth. And you want to kind of start off and kind of we can uh, chime in as we hit certain scenes that we want to do that were particularly memorable. I, I can handle that. So first off, for those not familiar, Highlander is the story of Connor McLeod of the Clan McLeod. And he is an immortal, a race of Beings who live among us and are immortal. They can't die. But the catch is there can be only one, so they must fight and kill each other with swords, taking the head of their opponent. And when there's only one left, he's no longer immortal. When there's only one, they are fighting for the prize. Which is? Mm. Which is... Okay. I mean, ill-defined. In theory, <laughs> the script said the prize was mortality in the future, in the time that he's in, uh-huh. or he could go back to. Uh, do, 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 do. We're sp- we're getting ahead of ourselves because there's the first mm. movie, which didn't say anything about the second. What we learned in the second movie. Maybe the prize is mortality. Yeah, that's one of the things. You can choose. One of the things. Like, in the first movie, Connor McCloud fights the Kurgan, kills him, is the last immortal, and gets the prize. Oh, okay. He could choose to rule the world, from what we understand in the first movie, mm-hmm. or to become mortal, to be able to have a family, to grow old, and die. Oh, that's Which nice. is... At the, yeah, yeah Mark's fast. just Mark's yeah. just like, oh man, if only I was mortal. <laughs> yeah, if only I could be mortal. Yeah. This is where we begin. Mark's character is the only immortal, and it does fit since you don't fucking age. No, God damn your baby face. <laughs> yeah, I turned thirty-eight today. Anywho, they hate me for it. I guess. I mean, happy you birthday, don't have Mark. They just play for Botox on that shit. I mean, good lord. Anywho, because we're limited to thirty minutes, so let's. Uh, Connor wins the prize, decides to live a mortal life, and that's where the first movie ends. Okay. Highlander Two picks up in the distant year of twenty twenty four. Trump, 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 Trump. The Earth has 
the ozone layer is gone because this movie came out in 1994 in and theory. we were. Well, because well, no. they find it, out it's not really the, gone. The ozone layer's rebuilt itself. Okay, well, we don't know that now. No, well, no, we don't. But we have a shield in place. It's yes. the sci-fi future of 2024, <laughs> and everything looks shitty and like the cars are from 1960 for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I, I got thought it was even worse. Connor like McCloud. Is an old man with cancer voice for some reason. And uh, <laughs> this is where we learn that immortals come from the planet Xanth or Zeist. 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 And all the immortals who came to Earth were banished from Zeist by the evil General Katana and this, the. General Sword? Yes. No, 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 you wanted to kill them all, but the judges said, no, we exile our, rebe our rebels to yeah. the future on Earth? Where to the they, future where they're mortal. Where, where they're immortal oh. and have to fight for the prize, and then and then they're, they're like, and then whoever wins the prize can choose to live a mortal life or come back. <laughs> Because uh, the torture of having to kill your brethren yeah. um, through time that we, you were re rebel soldiers with, I guess that would be kind of torturous. We also yeah. learned that uh, Connor McLeod and Juan Filobos Ramirez, uh, Sean Wait, Connery, Sean. Villa Lobos. whatever, Villa Lobos Ramirez, uh, well chief metallurgist to King Sultan of Spain. Philip. Uh, how do you remember this? Because I'm a historian, sir, and oh. I actually understood what he was saying. <laughs> How did you understand any of this movie? Jen is our historian. <laughs> Jen is our historian. Anyway. Zach's going to give us a political analysis of the film later. <laughs> Much later. <laughs> yeah. Much later. minute 42. Yeah. You know, anyway. After we cut off. Right. We learn from old Connor's <laughs> flashbacks that he and... Mm -hmm. He and Sean Connery were married on Zeist or something, <laughs> went through some sort they of... They became one! Yeah, um, they became one in some sort of lightning fucking ceremony. Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> they as, also drew things on each other's head with magic as, liquid. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, and With an E.T. fingers. I yeah. mean, and as Sean Connery like, told... Uh, <laughs> Told Christopher Lambert that he should begin on his own. Yes. <laughs> no, he said, "Start without I will, me. <laughs> I will never lose track of you. We are bound through time." But then he told him to start on his own. Oh. But anyway, we are now caught up to Highlander Two, where General Katana, seeing old Connor <laughs> McCloud, seeing old Connor McCloud on Earth, is like, "No, I'm gonna shoot myself in the foot." You two weird bird henchmen. <laughs> yeah. One of whom can't can't keep himself from sticking his tongue out and going. <laughs> you go and kill him. I think he has rabies. I feel like he this might. kind of rabies. Or can birds Maybe have rabies? A, maybe it's alien rabies. So, <laughs> so Michael Ironside. COVID was bad. <laughs> in 2024, <laughs> we get bird alien rabies. Michael Ironsides, out of his mind on cocaine, sends his two henchmen to kill Connor. And now that he sent his two henchmen back to Earth, this makes Connor immortal again. Because yeah. he kills them. And absorbs no, their energy. He became immortal as soon as they came there because his uh, wound healed up, remember, from the fat lady uh, yeah. who was like, nah, I don't like you. 
Hits him, Hits with, him the with the bottle. Yeah, he's like, oh, God, immortals are back. So I'm immortal now because I have to fight. Yeah. So he... He took out the bird people. He took out the bird people and de-ages. Yeah. And then proceeds to have dirty street sex with the... Terrorist lead of Cobalt. The terrorist right. lead of Cobalt. Who looks a lot like his ex-wife. I feel like that's a... Uh... Rebound sex. Well, uh, and, and we should also mention that at the as he killed the second bird person, that restored oh, right. Sean Connery's so, character. When he oh, he, beca- he when he killed yeah. Yeah. yeah when he killed oh. the second of the bird people, he shot lightning into the sky. It reflected off of the shield. Shouting Ramirez. Yeah, he shouted Ramirez's name, and then the <laughs> lightning landed in a stage in. London, Scotland, Center. Scotland, yeah. And they Where were he died. Reenactment Where? of. Uh, yeah, no, because he died in Scotland because he had trained the Highlander in the 16th century Highlands oh. of Scotland. And because and the and yeah. because the movie's budget included enough money for like five minutes of research of uh, <laughs> Sean Connery's time. <laughs> five days in real world time. Five days in real world world time. Sean Connery's character, who died in the first movie, comes back to life in a power that. No immortal has ever had in the movies or the series since. For comedic relief. He is the power of comedic relief. Yeah, they bring Sean Connery into this movie for comedic relief. And his fantastic ponytail. Yeah, throughout the entire movie, we see Sean Connery get sassy with some actors, say shithead, get fit for a suit... Get shot a hundred and nine or a hundred and twelve times, and then do wizardry like Gandalf. Do a magic death. One hundred and twelve shots in one scene. That's that's something. Get shot a hundred and times, a hundred and twelve times. Right. You know, and it occurs to me as I'm listening to us describe the plot here that people are going to think we're on cocaine. I mean, I, mean, no, I, am, I wish. This is, oh, just so if anyone cocaine. didn't know, this is an After Dark episode. Which means Cheers. there's cocktails involved. But furthermore, the movie is <laughs> just like that. <laughs> we are not making this shit up. Yeah. <laughs> we promise. This really happens. All right, we so. sat through it. Because let's explain to our audience that there is actually two versions the original theatrical release, which was what we watched, the which, quickening. which offended the people who made it themselves, and like, and if uh, Christopher Lambert had he not had a contract, he would have left it, mm. and actually thought about it, but he's like, oh shit, I got a contract, and um, I really need my coke money. So there was there was a set that's, that's like therapy coke though at that point yeah. they're filming that film. Um, wow. So so then most people have seen <laughs> shit's good for his glaucoma. I think Zach understands therapy coke <laughs> for something else. So but, uh... so the theatrical release we watched on YouTube is not even available anymore because the director was somehow able to get his hands back on. It four years later and create this renegade slash special edition version. The renegade cut. That completely cut out the alien scene, uh, scene and just made that they were from a techno magic uh, civilization of the past. Because mm-hmm. that makes more sense. It yeah. makes way more sense. Yeah, sounding better. No. Yeah, I like no. that better. Thank I mean, you. for the record, the only version I've ever seen was uh, the quickening. I've never seen the renegade cut. And neither of us. So I I need to actually watch the Renegade cut. I don't see it would make it a much better movie, 
because this is just well because of what bad. they had to work with to begin with. I mean, how can you improve it's polishing a turd? Well, <laughs> well, no. Like Highlander, the first movie ended with him winning the game. Well, yeah, yeah. the first then, movie I understand. And yeah. then they were like, okay, he's won the game, but we made money. It's the '90s, so we have to make a sequel to this. No, and here's what the thing is: like, it didn't even make really enough money in the U.S., but foreign box office, it did really well. And they Especially were asking, and they yeah. were asking for <laughs> a um, that hearsay, a sequel. <laughs> and so they were like, I don't know, I guess we'll just throw together a sequel. Yeah, and then happens. the monkey's paw just like a finger bent in. <laughs> <laughs> God. Well, all right. So, Sean Connery's back alive. Sean Connery's back alive. He's being sassy at some actors in Scotland, and he paid for a suit with an earring. He paid for a suit with an earring. We watch him <laughs> get fit with a suit for about two minutes. So he was super sassy during that. And it was yes. it was like dandy comedy routine. Yes. It was actually the most enjoyable part of the movie. It was. I'd yeah. say. And you could really tell was. because they gave him an actual cigar and whiskey. That was the most pleasurable part of the movie. That was probably for him. in his contract. It's like <laughs> okay. <laughs> If I'm gonna do this shit, right? If I'm gonna do God. this shit. There's gonna be one scene where I'm just completely relaxed. You guys are spending a lot of money on me. I need a cigar. I need whiskey. And do whatever don't you're any do. of you talk to me during this time? Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So then, so then my memory kind of blanks out on what happens because nothing important happens. Well, he spends until, time with the girl. Yeah, he spends time. On an airplane. Time. Oh, yeah, we do, oh, we do some Highlander ba- flashbacks, like where he flashes back to the past, right. remembers the sun burning up his previous wife. That's why yeah, she's she died not from in the, the cancer, movie. the solar cancer. Yeah, the I sun am. cancer. <laughs> they, there was which precipitated his design of the sun shield. Oh yeah, which he... somehow, even though he was an art collector in the first movie and a historical artifact collector, somehow he becomes an engineer, yeah. an engineer techno whiz. I, I kind of thought that he was maybe some of the money behind the project. I, mean, I feel maybe. like he was the money guy. I don't yeah. think he was the brains. But then he wasn't yeah. involved at all in the corporation. So he's Bezos? It, oh. I mean, he's go to space. If only Bezos was awesome enough to use a sword. No, I hear, though, there's enough signatures right now saying he shouldn't be allowed back on Earth if he goes out. That would be pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, I mean, anyway. I may have signed so it. You may have signed it. <laughs> the next thing I remember and the next... So the whole point <laughs> yeah. of the love interest's uh, role in the movie, the head of this uh, terrorist cell, Cobalt, is they've creepily like his first wife. As, yes, yes. So her whole role is that the ozone layer has returned to normal, and they don't need the solar shield anymore because it makes the sky look kind of shitty. No, they can't see stars or sky at all. Right. I mean, I'm a computer programmer. That's just life. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what everyone was complaining about in that movie. No. Stars are overrated. Yeah. Well, you barely can see them now anyway. Yeah. yeah. Without the solar. The only reason I'm interested in them is I want off this fucking planet. Yeah. <laughs> it made Highlander too. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so then So So then they know we now know that the ozone layer is back to normal. And Connor's role is to now take the shield down. But oh no, 
General Katana knows that his henchmen have predictably been killed. Yes. Because of course they were, because they were idiots. They had the space TV. They were bird And they had the space rabies. He did <laughs> General Katana did not send his best people. No. No. Like He's we a... we saw them fighting in a war on the planet. And there were tons of other people there. there. None of them crazy bird people. There is a reason we have the term bird brain. Oh, yeah. Although, well, COVIDs are actually quite intelligent. But maybe, maybe, it's maybe. Corvids. Guys. Yes, that's what I meant. Maybe Not space drugs. <laughs> what? Are you space talking? cocaine. So, anyway. <laughs> General right Katana. Cocaine <laughs> on your re-entry on Blue Origins rocket. <laughs> General Katana sees that... Connor has bested his two Birdmen. Mo- most medium men? <laughs> has bested so, his most medium men. So he decides and, to take matters into his own hands. And returns and comes to planet Earth. To in drive the a subway 500 miles per hour. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he crash lands into a running subway train. Mm-hmm. Then he gets up and proceeds to kill some guy that's using his Google glasses to watch uh, I told Godzilla you it was Neuralink. Movie. And, and, yeah. and, it, and proceeds to act like Michael Ironsides might on act cocaine. on cocaine right. on the train. Then he runs forward, kills the conductor. And turns it up. Not turns to 50. Up the, no, not to 50. To 550. Yeah, 550 miles sure. an hour. Yeah. And the, the, the G-force, because this commuter subway train is accelerating at such a rapid speed that the G-forces throw all of the passengers, babies and baby carriages, <laughs> everything to the back of the train, crushing them against the wall. You see blood spurting from their heads and mouths. And- this, this is rated R, Bill. We need our blood. <laughs> I mean... We also get one, like, half-second flash... <laughs> Of some guy's, like, face and, like, claymation yeah. made it to look like it's... His eyes, his eyes are like, bulging out, out of his yeah. head. Yeah. yeah. And then, hmm. and then, at the climax, the train crashes into the uh, train station wall at the end mm-hmm. at about, like, ten miles an hour. And goes about ten feet. Yeah, it goes yeah. about ten feet. And no he walks out unharmed. And, and he walks out completely unharmed. Also the train car. And... Un- Dented. Yeah, uh-huh. I know. Exactly. Undamaged, undented. Through and then he walks out. So, yes. But this sounds just like a regular ride on the DC Metro. <laughs> <laughs> Little known like, fact. These are the points. Little known fact. Every wall in the future made of styrofoam. You uh, didn't know that, did uh, you? I did not. And amazingly. <gasps> there's more. Amazingly, he stands at the head of the train and he says, Final stop! like he knows all of our colloquialisms which we then see repeated throughout the film at various points where he makes amazing quips that are I mean he can like we've seen that he can watch Earth so maybe he's just been like watching Earth like it's a Mm-hmm. Like it's some sort of reality TV, just like getting fat on Zans, just like oh, I bet they have cocaine there. <laughs> so anyway, so now he's in the future. So now he's in the future, and <laughs> and proceeds to terrorize some poor drug Cabby. addict in a ca- in a, a cab. Cabby. Yeah, finds a building with a statue. Oh, for some yeah. reason. So he, he destroys, the, so he gets a cab ride. Then, when he gets to the destination, he smashes the windows in the cab, busts out the headlights in the cab, totally destroys the thing, punches the cabbie, and tells him to add it to his tab. 
like he would know what the fuck a tab was. Yeah. I told you they're they're not uncivilized. They understand how to tip. <laughs> I guess. Space capitalism. All yeah. I'm saying is, at this point, Shit's fighting, 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 yeah. not dying. Right. Sean Connery finds McLeod. Erotic fighting, somehow. Right. Like, it was just right. a sword fight. I mean... <laughs> it was definitely a, a get-back-together sex thing. They were making eyes at each yeah. other. That was some elevator eyes. Like I said, it was a sword fight. It uh, was a flirty sword fight. <laughs> a flirty sword fight. And then uh, Luis, who's still just hanging out in McLeod's place. In a semi-transparent white top. It yes. happens. It mm-hmm. happens. Yeah. Um, it's like, you've known each other a long time. And they both look at her like, we accept thirds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they decide to break into a max prison because the guy well, who... not yet, it, not yet. No, let's, let's oh. look at this time. Come on now. Yeah, we got we, we, we got, got, we got, we got 12 minutes left. Okay, so... Uh, no, we got nine, sir. Uh, you're a good point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can now. All right, so there, there's a pointless fight between Cloud or uh, Connor and... Uh, Connor and General Katana. General Katana goes and murders his way into being a partner in the Shield Corporation, which is evil. Uh, because they know that they don't need the Shield anymore, but they're basically holding all the world nations ransom to pay for protection from the Shield. Sure. For the and and uh, Connor's friend, who is in the Corporation, gets sent gets sent to the Max prison, yeah. which. Is just it's sort of like a a Trump border prison for kids, only there's adults in it. I told you the kids are in another wing. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) Anywho, uh, so keeping this more going, does that mean that the shield's just Trump Wall 2.0? Yeah, yeah, yeah. there we go. Yeah, all the Republicans are like, it's hot, and Trump was like, build a wall, build a wall. (laughs) Wasn't it build a shield? Either way, either way. So, are you uh, saying focus? I, I feel like I'm getting the focus. <laughs> so, so then somehow, as they're trying to escape, because the scientist that would, like built the shield with McLeod dies from torture after giving him secrets of where the coordinates are of the weakness in the shield to see that the Earth is fine, that there is no radiation, that the ozone is back. Right. Because they get trapped in a little room because the, the, the secret corporate CEO who's like, oh, we will kill them. We have a special use, fan room to kill them in. <laughs> magic to kill the fan, open a door, even though he could have opened the door, apparently, and saved them all, but then dies. And, and Sean Connery's contracted time officially <laughs> runs out in the movie. I told you he had five days. Five days to get the shit done. Sean Connery vanishes in a flash of light, and the only thing we'll hear from him for the rest of the movie is lines that he'd recorded earlier in the movie. Right. <laughs> so, McCloud and... When I ever see you again. Oh, God. Wink. Oh, God. <laughs> that, and, was, and, that, was, that was epic. In your dreams, yeah. baby. In your dreams. So, uh, they, the, the heroine, or a terrorist leader... No, they're on cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> and McLeod, fine, go to the coordinates 
and find out, oh yeah, the ozone is fine. It's so beautiful as it's, birds run into the shield. It's and die. almost like we could have just taken this guy's word for it and taken the shield down right. without spending this extra ten minutes in the movie. Nope, nope, nope. They had to for the epic fight scene briefly with Michael Ironstone. Uh, who Ironstone. Ironstone. Either, either way, General <laughs> Katana on a truck for no yep. apparent reason. Another right. fight. Nothing happens. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and then McLeod finds him at the shield to have another fight fight where he does finally kill Ironsides. Yep, the General, General Katana. Katana. Uh, and then decides to throw himself into the energy beam of the shield to kill the shield and remove... But he uses the magic that Sean Connery taught him. Magic. Yeah, the magic. Sean Connery used to stop Ameritic? the spinning fan. Magic. yes. Killing him. The ceiling fan. Yes. I mean, Make the shield great again. Caused it to explode. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and so then the shield goes away and everyone can be exposed to the ozone and real sky and probably fuck it up again. And yeah. see the stars and, and everything. The, this, I mean, this that sounds really world nice. Back to normal. It actually. does, doesn't it? So, right. I mean. Like, uh, this is good. You know, that movie had more of a plot now than I thought. <laughs> I mean, it. we were able to really. really we because to this for thirty minutes, like drunk history, only about a bad sci-fi movie. <laughs> Valid point. Sir. No, so here's the thing: there was obviously I am drunk. a beautiful, a wonderful. We've all been drinking. TV series. Not enough. That was good. That ignored the second movie. Right. Yes. And yes. now they're talking about rebooting the series with. Who? Henry Cavill. Yeah. Ooh, right. ooh, ooh, Superman. And directed by who? <gasps> Chad, what's his name, but I can't pronounce it. <laughs> but he did John Wick. And let me tell you, a John Wick-inspired Highlander with Henry Cavill sounds pretty cool. Good yeah, point. So Fair point. Chad does great fight scenes. Nice. The series, I think, will be pretty badass. Yeah. Whatever they come up with, I think it'll actually be pretty good. <laughs> so as you're watching the new series, do you think you can put this one out of your mind long enough to enjoy it? I'm going to drink those brain cells away <laughs> after tonight. That <laughs> is my plan. See, now, yeah. what, what you guys don't know yeah. is that there's a Highlander 3. Actually, there's a Highlander up to 5, I think. Does someone have well, their cell phone to check this? Well, like the movies that happen after Highlander, the th Highlander 3... The Sorcerer are uh, with uh, Duncan McLeod for yeah, the series. I know. That's yeah. what I told you. The series completely ignored every all the movies after yeah. the no, the, the first movie. The series and you should too, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Mark. He knows what he's talking about. I made him sit. I, I we watched the series together. No, they watched it all the time in college, folks. They believed in it. We did. And I told Mark horrible lies. It was fun. Uh, but yes. But no, there there's a worse movie, Highlander Three. The Sorcerer. It's even worse than this it's one? It's even worse than this one. I I think and then we have another After Dark session. <laughs> no! I, 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 at gunpoint no. only. <laughs> gunpoint <laughs> only. But as bad as yes. even worse than Highlander 3 The Sorcerer is, there's another worse Highlander movie, Highlander The Source. Highlander The Source. Was that the straight-to-TV movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. one that one followed it made uh, it onto TV, not just into the DVD bin. Yeah. That, oh. that no, one was the video bin. That <laughs> one you was, Highlander the Source was pure yeah, unmitigated else. trash of the like that I would not not even someone as sadistic as myself was would subject you people to To be fair, Christopher Lambert was going blind by that time. So he probably couldn't 
review the script very well before. Well, Christopher Lambert wasn't in the source. Oh. He was in Endgame. <laughs> so no excuse. Their oh, Highlander bad. Endgame was actually pretty decent. Oh. That was... I do remember that. It was yeah. decent. Highlander Endgame was kind of like the capstone to the series. Yeah. Because Christopher Lambert, who played Connor, uh, was a guest star in the TV series. Because it was his kin- Duncan was his kinsman. Yeah, Duncan was his kinsman. He had actually trained Duncan in the series. Mm-hmm. He had found. I didn't know that. Yeah, I watched the series, but I don't remember it. I actually watched the first episode this week. Yeah, oh, it does not hold up. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. tape any time. Yeah, Highlander the series is pure <laughs> '90s schlock. But uh, so, were you expecting Audie something different from the movie after having seen the series? Did you think it was going to be? I I actually saw the movie when it came out. <clears throat> oh, this mm-hmm. one, and it was better back then. I've mm-hmm. grown up since then. <laughs> well, different we, story. Was it just because Super there was Bowl. more cocaine back then. This, I feel like <laughs> yeah. this movie was very much a product of its times. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, climate change. Right. It was in the 80s and nobody had any It was money. in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 90s, was it? Yeah. Yeah. The first one was in the well, 80s. Was yeah. the 90s. It was Ninja Turtle 90s. But, so, but I mean, here's the thing. It's what it looked like. It looked like Ninja Turtle 90s. Yeah. If, if, the entire thing. If the it's reboot like can stay consistent with yeah. its yeah. own goddamn timeline, sto- like folklore universe building. I feel yeah. at this point that they are good. just going to go with a fresh reboot. No, they yeah. are doing a fresh reboot. Oh, I mean, I hope better. to God they are because if they don't, then... It's they've got they've got some source material to deal with. I yes, I right. still kind of hope that they give Adrian Paul, who was uh, Duncan McLeod in the series, and uh, Christopher Lambert guest shots. Yeah, as different characters, that's fine. Yeah, it's uh, fine. Let them be immortals. No. All right. Maybe right. immortals who get killed early <clears throat> on. I mean. No, we can't give them that treatment either. Like that's not okay. They Maybe just they need to be... totally reboot. That's a thing that they do now, and mm-hmm. that's totally fine. And everybody's okay with that right. now, right? Right, it's like right. Marvel. I'm okay right? with Marvel's it. Yeah. Good. You're okay with it? Like, right. Marvel's yeah. okay with it? I mean, as long as Henry Cavill's shirtless, I'm okay with it. I Oh, he's really? definitely going to be shirtless. He better be. That sounds sexist to me. <laughs> no, nah, they're going to put him under so much wool. It's going to be mean, ridiculous. Don't worry. <laughs> there's, it's, a high, it's Highlander. They're going to have boobs in it somewhere. Oh, yeah. They had boobs in the... Well, there that, was nudity in the first episode of the Highlander, the series, which I was shocked at. Yes. Because it was filmed in Canada or Germany? I don't know. I was watching it and I was like, what's going on? This is network television here. There was quite a lot of boobs in this one if you count the two bird people. Yeah, no, that's fair. (laughs) Are you saying they were boobies? (laughs) Yes. But here's the thing. In the 90s, anything that was coming out of Canada generally did have more nudity because they were comfortable with it and U.S. television was editing it out. Mm. Uh, Favorite example, Lex. All right. So, all right. That. What do you all think? Tell us. Check out the movie if you're really bored and have nothing better to do, it's, or you want to torture friends. your friends. It's for yeah. free on Amazon Prime. And, and what's the no, uh, YouTube suicide hotline number? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's free on uh, YouTube. Yes. Well, YouTube. Highlander, the one we watched, the one we watched, you can free find on. free on YouTube because it's probably pirated. Uh, <laughs> but you can see Yarr. the Renegade cut on Prime. Amazon Prime. Yep. You can see Highlander the original, which you should. It's not great by today's standards, but That's it's a cult classic. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's That's a cult good. classic. All the actors are good. 
right. I really like Christopher Lambert's voice. He has a cool voice. And so does the Kurgan. Oh, yeah, the Kurgan has a great voice. Who doesn't love a big serial killer Viking? I I mean, anyone who's killed by that serial killer, <laughs> Jenna. <laughs> All right, folks, well, thank you for tuning in. Hold on. Check it. Make sure to ch- uh, yeah. subscribe to us on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, anywhere else, and check out our other show, our sister shows on the Synergy Nation at hey. synnation.net. Uh, All right. And thanks for watching, and we will see you next time. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. For more information and past episodes, please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space or subscribe to us on YouTube. And now, please deactivate your cranial downlinks, collect your towels, and be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well.